More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Going Green. As always, we appreciate it. A real quick shout out to our sponsor, Triwa. Triwa is a watch company that creates watches made from recycled plastic and deconstructed metal from guns. Uh, they're doing awesome things. They are my favorite watch company. I wear a lot of watches, I collect watches, and I have not taken off my watch from them since I received it. It's amazing. So if you are looking for a cool watch with a good cause uh, or as a gift, check out Triwa, Triwa.com. They are an amazing company. And let's get right back to that amazing content. Hi, everyone. Our guest today is Mark Sickles. Described by Financial Times Agenda as an allocation hardliner, Mark is an inventor, interdisciplinary pioneer, and organizational architect. He is the CEO of SuperOrg and chairman of the Chief Capital Officer Institute. Mark, thanks for joining us today. How's it going? It's going great, Dylan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's dive right into it. Um, for those of our audience members who are not familiar with you, tell us a little bit about your background. My background started off in corporate America, a lot of um, experiences at the C-level, and then I switched over to external management consulting and teaching at the graduate school level at, at places like Rutgers University and Singapore Institute of Management. More recently, um, we've created a movement called the Total Capital Management Movement, which we're really excited about because it's going to give organizations that fundamental shift in capability, that breakthrough shift in capability that they really need to deliver on the new standard for organizational excellence, which we all know is referred to as doing well by doing good. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, what a, what a long storied career. Like that, I appreciate you taking the time to come on. Um, one thing that you really kind of mentioned before we started recording and filming was something that you've been kind of focusing on, which is providing, you know, shareholder value, uh, but also doing good things, you know, with that value. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the key to success is to, to create sustainable value for your shareholders. The way we like to say it, that's superior than they would have gotten had they made an alternative investment of comparable risk. But implicit in that is also doing well for your stakeholders. And I can provide a long list of stakeholders, but really let's just focus on the people that um, are hoping that you're gonna run your company where you not only create sustainable value for your shareholders, but you do it in a way where you're making a positive contribution on the overall economy, the overall environment, and the overall society. And we refer to that as the sustainability synergy. Sustainability synergy means that you've integrated these diverse interests so that the more value you create for your shareholders, the more good you do for the overall economy, the overall environment, the overall society. And conversely, the more good you do for those three things, the overall economy, environment, and society, the more value you're creating for your shareholders. So it's a synergistic relationship. One enables the other. And it seems that very few people understand that. A lot of people think it's an either-or situation. Um, and that if they, if they do good for the, uh, those three things I've been mentioning, the overall economy, the overall environment, the overall society, it's going to have an offsetting or an adverse effect on shareholder value creation. It doesn't have to be that way. And if they make the shift to total capital management, that all becomes clear, that all becomes obvious. And as I said, that gives you the, the superior organizational capability that you actually need to achieve this new standard of excellence. 
That's awesome. Yeah, we had a, a really successful guest on the show. And one thing he said that kind of stuck, stuck out to me was, you know, the more I make, the more I have to give back. Um, and of course, he was referring to building his business. Um, and then, you know, when giving back, referring to being more sustainable. Mark, a lot of people often ask, what's the point? So I'll ask you, what's an important point that you want people to understand? Here's the key point, And this is what I hear from a lot of people, especially boards. Boards say, you know, Mark, we're being challenged to be the strategic asset board, which means that we're supposed to be engaging with management in ways where when we do, it helps them do well by doing good. But it's an unrealistic aspiration. Someone's telling us you've been able to jump, clear a bar at 15 feet, but now you have to clear a bar at 20 feet. But no one's showing us how to do that. No one's equipping us to do it. So it's a unattainable aspiration. So what we've done is we've said, what's missing that needs to be present? that will enable companies to have the organizational capability to actually do well by doing good. And we've invented that. Got it. So how, uh, like, how did that get invented? I mean, at what point did you sort of see this gap and people having a, a problem and struggling with that to sort of figuring out the solution and implementing that? Right. I heard and I saw people struggling with the gap between what their current capabilities are and what they need to be so that they can actually achieve the uh, sustainability synergy as, as I've described it. So then the question I live in all day, every day is what's missing that if present would enable me to enable organizations to achieve a level of performance that right now seems impossible. So if, when you live in that question all day, every day, you get answers to it. So I, then what I do is I transform those ideas that come up when I live in that question I transform into actions to produce extraordinary results. And the extraordinary results we've achieved is what we call the total capital management movement and specifically the total capital management discipline for running the business, which is really three-legged stool, system, function, and position. So we have a patent pending interdisciplinary management system called the digital total capital management system that integrates all of the intradisciplinary functions of organizations. And the things I'm referring to specifically are finance, HR, IT, and specifically that's referred to now as that would be data capital and then organizational capital, relational capital, but communications, even the legal function. We've integrated all of those intradisciplinary functions into an interdisciplinary function. Why? because structure and systems should be aligned. Everyone knows that. Well, if we've transformed multiple interdisciplinary management systems into a single total capital management interdisciplinary system, then the next thing I thought was, well, okay, then what are the implications on organizational structure? And I started thinking about that and I said, so really, if we've integrated management systems, we should integrate all those functions. And instead of having five or six intradisciplinary functions that are siloed, each headed up by a C-level position, we should have a single interdisciplinary function, which we call the total capital management function, where you manage a level of excellence, financial capital, IP capital, human capital, data capital, organizational capital, and relational capital. And that's headed up by a breakthrough position called the, the chief capital officer. And what we're doing now is we're certifying people as certified chief capital officers. So we have the world's first, certified chief capital officer. We're training two more right now, and we hope that's going to be an, an ongoing basis because if, if I were a board director and I wanted to achieve the elusive status of the strategic asset board, the no-brainer easy thing to do now is just to say to the CEO, hey, I want you and your C-suite levels all to become certified chief capital officers. That's going to dramatically increase your capability 
to build an organization that can achieve the sustainability synergy and be a model of doing well by doing good. And if the board director can achieve that simply by directing you to, to make that fundamental shift in the way you govern, lead, and manage the firm, then I, I could say I'm a strategic asset board director. Mm-hmm. Got it. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's really impressive that you put this all in place. Um, what is sort of the why behind you doing it? I mean, of course, these, you know, these businesses and organizations, they want to make money. Um, why is, wh- where's your drive to build in the sustainable aspect to all of this? That's a great question. Ultimately, I'm just like every other person. Ultimately, when it's all said and done, we want to be able to look back on our lives and say, I think because I lived a life, I think other people lived a better life than they would have had I not lived my life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a big believer in high leveraged activities. So I said, so how can I leverage my activities so I can make a positive impact on as many people as I possibly can. Obviously, if I can educate and equip corporate leaders to build these, what we call super organizations, that's why the name of our company is Super Org, to build these super orgs that where the organizations themselves have an intelligence and an agility and adaptability that actually supervenes on the parts, enables the people in those organizations to achieve results they could never achieve outside that system. So that has a positive impact, first of all, on their dignity, their sense of self-worth, because they see the impact that they're having on overall society, the overall environment, the overall economy, while giving that superior sustainable return to the shareholders. So those employees have a sense of dignity in their work. And I think if you dignify people's work, you dignify their lives. So we're making their lives better through the total capital management approach. Their work is designed into a form, that's a big phrase for us, that when done delivers superior value to the customers. So now think of all the um, positive effect they're having on that segment of society, the customer base, in ways that translates superior value for the shareholders. So once again, you've improved the quality of the life of all the shareholders, all while improving the overall economy, environment, society. So that's having an impact on, to some degree, you could say every person on the planet. So if I can look back on my life when it's over and say, maybe I can legitimately say, I had a positive impact on every person that's alive on the planet. I can feel pretty good about that. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I mean, it, it always does help having that why, you know, why to wake up in the morning, why to, why to run my business, why should I do this? And it, it sounds like, I mean, it's clear to see such a, the rippling effect that this has all across, you know, the organizations, the companies, the employees, the customers, um, and I mean, even going further than that, the customers, you know, when they know that they're giving back, it makes them feel better when they're spending Absolutely. their money in, an, uh, in a sustainable way, it makes them feel better and it makes them want to do that more. Um, so that's great that. I, I, that's, that's absolutely right. The customers can say, hey, wait a minute. You know, if I do business with this company, just by supporting their business, I'm helping to improve the overall economy, the overall environment, the overall society. Employees feel good about working for that type of company. And so do investors feel good about it. You made a great point. Thank you. And another thing added to that too, I think, you know, at least in my experience, there's definitely been a push for the consumer to want to work with more sustainable, environmentally friendly companies. Uh, You know, they obviously have choices of what companies they work with, what products to buy, what services to use, but having, you know, that sustainable aspect to these businesses it does give them a leg up, a, a certain extra, you know, selling point that if it just comes down to, you know, two products or two services and one offers this and one doesn't, 
if that's an important thing, you know, to the person who's making that decision, they'll go with the company that is more environmentally friendly. And, and like the point is, is more and more people are looking for that. Um, just as, you know, sustainability becomes more of a mainstream talking point um, that, that people, you know, want to be a part of. So I, I can see, you know, why companies would want to implement that because it does have that effect, you know, from beginning to end of the supply chain. Um, Actually, really great point. And, and I just need to um, pick up on another great point you just made, because if you just stay with the, the line of logic that, that you just articulated so well. So let's say I'm this, I'm this hard-nosed financial person that says, I don't care about society. I don't care about the environment. I don't care about the overall economy. I'm just trying to make money for the shareholders. That's what I get paid to do. I'd say to that person, okay, so let's say that you're a company that just is focused on creating long-term shareholder value, but you, you're not a good corporate citizen in the way we've been describing. All of the things being equal, do employees want to work for your company or do they want to work for a company that is a good corporate citizen? The answer to that question is obvious. Same thing with customers. Would they rather support your business or all of the things being equal support a business that is a good corporate citizen? And same thing with investors. So if you're saying to your shareholders, we're delivering sustainable superior value. If your shareholders say to you, well, wait a minute, if you're going to lose the best employees to companies that are better corporate citizens than you, if you're going to lose your customers, your source of revenues to companies that are better corporate citizens than you, and if you're going to lose your capital from investors that are socially responsible investors and all of the things being equal, they're going to invest in a company that's a better corporate citizen than you. How can you really tell me that the value you're creating is sustainable. And you know what the answer to that question is? They can't. That shows that you need to make this shift to total capital management to develop this capability so you can achieve sustainability synergy. Otherwise, you can't honestly look your shareholders in the eye and say the value we're creating for you is sustainable. It's not. Yeah, you bring up such a great point. And it's funny because this was really why Going Green was started in the first place. Um, you know, we, we built it as a way to bring information, interviews with people like you to a massive audience. And, you know, when you think green, um, that can, you know, it, it sort of lends a certain, uh, it, it can tip on the political spectrum a little bit, right? Um, but when you get past that and you just look at hard numbers, as you mentioned, if it's someone's job to just provide value to the shareholders, uh, when you look at it that way, people can really say, okay, now, you know, regardless of whether or not I care about the environment or giving back or being a good person to, you know, the earth, some people don't care about that at all. Like you said, some people just yeah. want to make more money. But when, yeah, when, uh, when we're, when we're talking about it like this, um, it's, basically impossible to deny that that does have an effect on it. So it's really exciting to hear that. And from someone who has, you know, a lot of experience at a very high level of these organizations, um, in your experience, in your career, are you seeing more companies and more organizations and more individuals and customers pushing and asking and wanting more sustainable, more sustainability um, companies and organizations? Like, are you seeing more of a trend for people wanting that? Absolutely. In terms of those three things I described, the employees, customers, and shareholders. And while I know there are other stakeholders, we have a system of models, and that's all embedded in this digital total capital management toolkit I alluded to. But basically, we talk about the great place model. So you need to be a great place to work. 
And if you're not practicing the sustainability synergy, you're not a great place to work. And you need to be a great place to work so you can attract a great workforce. Mm-hmm. And then once you have a great workforce, then you need to be able to, important to us, design work into a form so that you're a great place to buy for the customers in ways in which you're a great place to invest for the shareholders. So those three constituents, employees, customers, and investors are definitely saying, hey, if you're the CEO, if you're the board, or if you're the, the overall you know, corporate leadership of this organization, have you figured out how to integrate these two needs that sustainable value for your shareholder and also being a good corporate citizen as we've been describing. Because if you haven't, then the future is not gonna be very bright for us. But the, the challenge now is to make the global business community, the corporate leaders of, of the companies around the world aware of the fact that there is now a new breakthrough, you know, what we call a groundbreaking strategic transformation called total capital management that will enable you to run your business at a level of performance conventional wisdom would consider impossible. What we describe, Dylan, as business as unusual. Instead of sitting there as a board director saying, you know, we're being challenged to be the strategic asset board, but no one's showing us how to do it. No one's equipping us to do it. So it's an unattainable aspiration. And CEOs are thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to know how to integrate all these things and optimize sustainable value, not just for my shareholders, but all the stakeholders. But again, no one's showing me or, or equipping me to do that. Now we've done that. We've got a simple, easy to use digital total capital management toolkit, which will also enable you to restructure your organization so it's much more productive and cost effective than the current siloed intradisciplinary approach we're all familiar with. That's amazing. Honestly, I can totally see how this all comes together. Um, First off, I want to thank you for your time. I know we're really just scratching the surface, um, but I want to kind of wrap up the episode with what's an action item that you can give to our listeners and our viewers to kind of take away from this and apply it, you know, if they're a business owner or an entrepreneur, what can they do to, uh, you know, make their organization a little bit more sustainable? That's a no brainer. Have your C-suite and your high potential people become certified chief capital officers. And if you've got people thinking and acting that way, basically saying, we're going to bring in only the the types of capital that we need to deliver this sustainable value we've been describing. And then we're, we're gonna have people with total capital management expertise to process those types of capital in the most efficient and effective way to optimize that value. That's just a no-brainer, and that, that's something that's quick, easy, and available to do now, and it'll be, it'll be totally transformational for the organization. Very cool. Well, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time today. I was really looking forward to our conversation. Again, we're only scratching the surface, um, and you know we'll have to stay in touch and have you on again in the future, but um, seriously, thank you for taking the time. Uh, everyone, be sure to check this out. It's, it's really fascinating stuff. Um, it's only going to become more and more prevalent in uh, organizations and companies. So thank you uh, for those. The website real quickly. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so the, the website is chiefcapitalofficer.institute. Check that out. Also, uh, Mark's the author of a few books as well. Um, so be sure to check those out too. I'm sure, Mark, you probably dive into this information a lot deeper in there as well, I take it. Yeah, absolutely. In, in fact, we, we, all, we, we basically say our deliverable is a three-legged stool, book, service, and software. So we say read the book and that'll create the brainware so that when you look at this, the software on your computer, it'll be consistent with the way you're thinking about running the company based on reading the books. Awesome. I'll take a look. Mark, thanks again for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Dylan. It's been a pleasure.
Thank you and appreciate you for tuning in. As always, we'll see you on the next episode of Going Green.